Hello there. Welcome along to the podcast, Sport and Life. How are you? Thank you for hitting on the button. I hope you're well. If you're in the UK during lockdown 3.0, you're probably experiencing something similar if you're anywhere else in the world. I know the second leading listenership is in the USA, where I spent my formative years as a young sports journalist in Ohio. So I hope you're well wherever you are in the world listening into this. Um, thank you, as ever, to the sponsors, Jason Briggs and his team at Bang & Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV, specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands, providing solutions based around high-quality customer service and installations, certainly at the moment when we can't have the usual distractions of going out, meeting people, shopping, going to restaurants, all that kind of stuff. I'm looking to, to sort of reawaken some, some past habits. And one thing I'm trying to get back into, actually, is music, which seems to be lost to me in uh, around 2003, 2004, when it became digitized and all iPod based, no longer sort of CD oriented. So I, I'm poor at, at tracking music, but I've got a stereo in the living room thinking about maybe a better entertainment system and the uplifting power of music and good quality stereo to deliver it. And Bang and certainly that. And through Serene AV, they can source equipment from other brands as well. If you want a home entertainment system, for example, big screen television, that kind of thing. Get in touch with Jason and his team, Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham website, or you can go to BO Twitter, BO on Instagram. Got some cool videos on Instagram actually documenting, detailing, and illustrating some of their new latest equipment that's come out from Bang Olufsen. So hopefully they're doing well. I do appreciate their support. I also appreciate the association with Cytoplan, which is a food based supplement company that we've been using those supplements taking for 20 years. My father. We still pay for them, but my father has worked as a consultant as well for Cytoplan, which is based not far from me in the in the sort of southwest, west of England. They're based in a place called Hanley Swan. As you approach Malvern, the rolling hills of, of Malvern and in Worcestershire. And the, the idea being that they're digested like food, got a whole range across the board. One that I'm certainly taking as a kind of basis of, of my health at the moment, in, in addition to, to sleep as much as I can. I'm on late shifts at the moment, so getting back about two in the morning, which is difficult because next door is having renovations. But in addition to sleep, rest, the exercise, the outdoor lights you can get, and good food, preferably organic if you can, is, is kind of my take on it after reading much about it over the years. But I think supplementation can be important to boost yourself and those micronutrients like vitamin D3 like selenium zinc and i'm taking a supplement called immune complete two which is for adult men immune complete one would be for women who are menstruating and younger people so that's the ones that i'm kind of going to but whole range on cytoplan.co.uk and if you go there you can have a 10 percent 10 percent discount ongoing but i believe 30 percent upfront with my code draper 10 r d r a p e r one zero the numbers the numerals then the capital letter R. So it's D-R-A-P-E-R, capital letters, one, zero, capital letter R. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoy this one. A very illuminating conversation with the one and only Ivanson Ranny Nelson, otherwise known as Johnny Nelson, longest reigning world cruiserweight champion from England, from Sheffield, of though West Indian heritage, and has a really interesting insight here to Another legend of the past, Joe Lewis, longest reigning for a long time, heavyweight champion of the world. We're discussing in the podcast, Vladimir Klitschko, we believe the Ukrainian surpassed Lewis in that respect, but a man of black, bit of white ancestry in the States, bit of Cherokee Indian as well. His mum was half Cherokee Indian, found fame as the first black hero of America, the darling of the 1940s, championed the cause in the Second World War as well for the country to recruit from black America, try and convince them to take on Adolf Hitler's Germany and be part of that effort. I think Lewis said that it was uh, not perfect in America, but it certainly wouldn't improve under Adolf Hitler. So that was his his take on it. But then he fell out with the, the country in a sense. The IRS targeted him. He had to come back. He lost ultimately to Rocky Marciano, knocked out in defeat. Marciano was very sad about that as Lewis was his hero. It actually was Joe Lewis Barrow, but wasn't particularly literate when he first came on the scene as a young boxer and couldn't fit his name, Joe Lewis Barrow, into the, the line. That's the, the rumour, that's the myth, and to always be known as Joe Lewis, or some people say Joe Louis uh, from Alabama, moved to Detroit, became a boxer, and that's a fantastic story of, uh, of courage again in a different time. And he was a reaction in a way to a person, Jack Johnson, who we talked about with Spencer Fearon, or I talked about Spencer Fearon on the podcast, boxing historian and analyst Spencer Fearon, 
the braggadocio John uh, Johnson and the in your face to white America and, and Joe Lewis had to take a much more tactful approach and a deferential approach, which a lot of people criticized for him later on that he took that he took that approach. But certainly, as Johnny says here, powerfully, and, and he has more insight to that clearly as a black man and living in a predominantly white culture growing up here in the UK says, it's not as easy as saying that he should have been more rebellious. And that was a we'd all have done the same thing in the same situation, but certainly a hero of America, an enduring one, and, and arguably one of the greatest heavyweight champions of all time, although may well have been a cruiserweight had he fought now because of his stature, the physical dimension is changing. And we talk about that with Johnny Nelson, whose time I really, really appreciate. Very great to have him on once again. And Johnny's got a new boxing app coming out, so follow Johnny Nelson on social media, and he's got one coming out. I think it's free for your iPad and phone. I've been doing his Get On It program with Spencer Oliver, former bantamweight European champion as well, and it's been uh, it's been really good. And uh, check out the app. That's all I can say. Here he is, the one and only Johnny Nelson. Okay, Johnny Nelson, you happy? Right. Uh, more than happy. I'm good. I'm good. Good, good to good to have you on. Welcome to the podcast, um, and I appreciate you putting a beautiful sparkling white top on, but we're, we're doing audio only, which is... <laughs> uh, typical, isn't it? It's a typical. I, I, I get it wrong all, all the time. It's, bra- it's brave as well. Enjoy that white top. I think I have a white jumper that lasts about 20 minutes every time I put it on and then I get a coffee, coffee stain on it or something. So <laughs> Yeah, coffee or, kid, coffee or kid stain on it. Yes. Yeah, this is, uh, this is the thing. But how are you? How was the, how was the family? Uh, everybody's good. Everybody's good. It was uh, it was snowing yesterday, so uh, so the girls. I was doing a um, a, um, uh, a meeting, a seminar, and the girls like chomping at a bit. Come on, Dad, let's get out of snow. I'm thinking, girls, you're in your twenties. So um, <laughs> so so second uh, I'd finished, and get salopettes on outside, snowballing, sledging on the hill. So we had a good laugh. We had a good awesome. giggle. It was all right. So whereabouts, right. whereabouts are you? Are you north of Sheffield, south of Sheffield? I'm, I'm south of Sheffield on the border of Derbyshire. Ah, so okay. so we're just, it's just fields around us. So um, usually when it snows, it's the first one to get on the hill, uh, <laughs> gets, the, gets the good snow. So because uh, uh, we're on the hill, <laughs> we're the first ones on. <laughs> so, so, it's so strange though, isn't it? How localised, because England's such a small country when you speak to Americans. Yeah. The weather is so different. Like it hasn't, I mean, I'm in Cheltenham just the, you know, sort of southwest and it hasn't snowed at all in, in recent, a couple of yeah, weeks. Yeah, exactly. It's mad. It's mad. You guys haven't got anything. I'm like, why well, is freezing here? It's, it's actually, uh, mine, I've just had to drop my daughter to, She's a, a, a teacher up at a primary, a primary school up there, a private school. So yeah. I just had to drop her up there uh, because the, it's just black ice on the roads. Wow. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, it, um, yeah, it's uh, it's mad. It's mad. I mean, had such man. a difference. And it's it's helped this time, hasn't it? Because I guess you can bubble with pretty much your whole family because you'll you'll live in the same area, which is amazing. Yeah, it? exactly, exactly. That's exactly what it is. And so it, uh, yeah, it, it is nice. It is. It's like a religious commune <laughs> We're all stuck together. <laughs> you're the you're the you're the cult leader, are you? Or you're the follower? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, that's probably, right. That's right. I think I'm the follower <laughs> in my household. To be honest, I uh, kind of do. Well, 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 I think I, I think I'm the follower, but these these lot, <laughs> I think, I've got other plans. Slightly that. Yeah, but you mentioned that seminar. I watched it. It was an internal uh, show on, I guess, shows the word or seminar or, or, or kind of uh, talk with uh, the one and only Lenny Henry, who was, I remember just yeah. as a kid, been on TV in The Chef and loved that. And he was, it, that must have been daunting in a way because he was, he was on fire, wasn't he, with the, with the jokes? He's yeah, such he a was. funny he's guy. Very, he's sharp, he's very articulate, he's very well read in regards to the current climate, uh, in, in regards to what's going on in the world. Yeah. And he had a lot to say. Um, and uh, it was nice to have um, um, uh, have him on uh, or, or be on with him because mm. uh, it was a great contribution uh, and it, it just gets people's attention. So they listen, you know what, there's, there's pledges and promises that have been that are made and it's just... I think the, the seminar was basically to to uh, applaud, um, encourage, uh, 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 pursue Sky's uh, pledge and commitment uh, to uh, uh, to race and diversity amongst uh, uh, its employees, and uh, and they're actively actively doing things, actively trying to put things in place, and and like most. Um, uh, like most issues, you know, intentions are great initially, 
and then yeah. they fall by the wayside when they're no longer trendy. Yeah. So it's keeping the momentum going and um, and and, uh, and 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 making sure the book stops with someone if 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 it doesn't get done. Yeah, and it's it's interesting as well that the way he approached it because he was hilarious in the seminar, but he said some really serious things about things that he'd experienced, that his family had experienced. But actually, mm. he said that the moment had come when he, he'd faced bullying and, and adversity and, and he actually realised that through humour, it was almost like he could disarm people and I guess ingratiate himself. But he, he said that humour was a weapon. But I thought actually it really greases the tracks of, of all conversations, doesn't it? Rather than some, everyone being uptight, actually, in a way, when you're talking about it with, with someone like Lenny Henry, he, he makes everyone yeah. feel at ease through, disarm. Through, through that humour, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's what Brendan would say. Charm and disarm, and and really, you can, if you can make someone laugh, and 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 you bring the happiness out in somebody, because we're not people aren't born evil, mm. uh, people aren't born bad, and uh, we forget. Everybody has their own their own issues and their own view of things, and to me, I think that contributes to to human behaviour. Um, yeah, and so so one thing we've all got to come, we've all got a happy gene, and uh, it's the things <laughs> that make us happy that 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 uh, affect that gene. And so um, I think uh, Lenny, Lenny's approach, his attitude, I liked it. I really did like it. Yeah, and it's, it's interesting speaking to him about, and you, and you spoke about your mother coming over from the Caribbean and, and mm. what they encountered. And it made me think, actually, because we talk about Joe Lewis, the great Joe Lewis, or Joe Lewis Barrow, mm. as he was originally. I didn't realise that he had that name dropped, actually. His last name had, had, had disappeared from history. But and I'm reading the Unforgivable Blackness book at the moment with Jack Johnson and mm. it makes you think about the worlds that they came through and yeah. inspiring not to say that any discrimination is, is any way acceptable but to feel what they they overcome in different ways but even you know Joe Lewis losing his dad was sent into a mental institution when he was two years old so you just yeah. kind of think about the poverty they they encountered that yeah exa exactly exactly and the, the thing is you know you look at the heavyweight championships you look at the heavyweight champions the outstanding ones they're usually a, a representation of the sign of the times they're the ones that stand out mm. uh, Jack Johnson what he did at that time would have got him hung would have got him hung drawn yeah. and quartered it was for a black man to do that especially in America is madness and so, and he liked playing the villain, liked playing the bad guy. Uh, but, but, but when the rain, when the, the end of Jack Johnson's reign came about, uh, white America didn't want another black, uh, a black champion. And Joe Lewis, like it or not, he's the guy that I think he will actually can do this. But yeah. he 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 suffered the consequences of of the braggadocious. Uh, uh, um, uh, posturing, uh, posing, shouting and, 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 and being in your face mm. villain uh, that Jack Johnson painted himself to be to, to excuse my French, piss everybody off mm. and, uh, yeah. and it got the job done uh, but, uh, but uh, uh, Joe Lewis um, he saw, cause, because when Jack John, John, Johnson used to box you know, black America would be laughing smiling behind the hand but they know they're going to get a whooping from mm. white America, each time he, he wins, each time he does well. So yeah. Joe Lewis, is, 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 he, his handlers, his, the people around him, they're now saying, right, it's a business. You know, you, you got to dumb it down. You yeah. don't, 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 don't enjoy your success when you've, when you've fallen your opponent. Don't smile. Don't be spotted with white women. Don't, don't be Jack Johnson. Be the total opposite. And, mm. and funny enough, I'll tell you who reminds me of when he toured, because he, initially, on, in front of camera, he seemed very withdrawn, a little, mm. uh, a little, I don't know, he just seemed very, not with it, uh, as if to say he was shy with the camera, or he, he didn't know what to say or what to say. He yeah. reminds me of Joe Joyce. When really? He was talking to the camera. Yeah, when he went, it was like, you knew there was... Uh, deep, deep well, and intelligence yeah. there. Yeah, but but he just he was very he just probably didn't know how to uh, get his personality across on 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 screen. And Joe Joyce is like that. Mm. And I thought, freaking hell, his, his mannerisms and how he he talks on camera, he, he comes across one way, but you know, off the camera, he's completely different. Yeah, and uh, and 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 Joe, because Joe Lewis was, you know. Doing all things Jack Johnson was doing, not away from the camera, away from the light. <laughs> yes. But he had to, he had to, he had to hold it down. But, yeah, uh, the, to, to, to be a to his lucrative career. That's funny about how in, in those days, and obviously maybe still to a certain extent, that you you create an identity for the public to interface with, and it, it often is quite a simple, simplistic one without any nuance to it. And, and I remember Dillian White always picks up on this, doesn't he? Because his, his shackles get up when people portray Anthony Joshua as the sort of golden boy of of Britain, and yeah. him as the 
the arch villain. And he says, well, there's not much difference between us, is kind of what he says in terms of, you know, aspects of it. Yeah, that's right. And so so Joe Lewis, he, uh, um, so that that was a sign of his time. And obviously, after Joe, you know, then there was the emergence of the, 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 the biggest noise. The big, there was obviously champions after Joe, but then it was Ali. So, and Joe was completely opposite to Ali. So, he was stuck in betwixt and between. Mm. But Joe, for what he achieved and what he did, remember his first amateur fight, he got stopped. He got battered. He got put down about seven times. Wow. And, uh, and, and still stuck at it. Still stuck it through. Mm. Uh, and, and, and Joe knew. Uh, 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 once he'd fallen in love with it, um, uh, uh, then it, it gets you, you know, his, his, his mum thought he was having violin lessons and yes. he was just spending the, same, the money to go to the gym. That's like you with yeah, yeah, the dance yeah, lessons. Yeah, I was, yeah mum was, thought I was dancing and I was going to the gym. And, uh, and, and so I, get, I started laughing when I read that. I thought, oh my goodness, you know what? It's just same story, different actors, as Brendan would yeah. say. Same story all over again. But Joe, um, an amazing job. Uh, his style was very unorthodox, uh, but very effective. Um, I knew a guy that actually boxed a bit like Joe Lewis back in the gym. He never did anything outstanding as, mm. a, as a professional. <laughs> and his style was awkward. He put the weight on the back foot. That back foot would be flat on. And he, he took that right hand in. It's always caught there waiting. But, mm. And you'd be looking at the right hand, but he, he had an excellent jab that he could turn into a, a sweeping left hook whenever he wanted to drop the right hand in. And so it worked for him, no matter how big or small he was. And actually... He was mm. only 14 stone. Mm. He was 14 yeah. stone. That was, that was Joe Lewis. And the heavyweights have gotten bigger and heavier um, uh, as, as time's gone on. Yeah, quite big so, by the time, was wasn't sport. he, in a way? Quite big by the, even That's by right. his era. He, 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 was was a, he, was, he, he was a big guy, apart from the likes of uh, Piero uh, Cornell and people like that. They were massive uh, mm. compared to him. But they were classed as freaks. But he was classed, he was a big guy. Ali was the same in the beginning of his career. He was classed as big. And then almost, you know, everybody started growing massively. But, mm. uh, but for what he achieved and how he achieved it uh, and went about it, I think his story is, 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 is tragic. It's happy and tragic. Mm. Um, it's tragic because um, his, 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 um, his, his, it, what, in, in his career, how he financially found himself in trouble with the tax man and, yeah. and, uh, and, and time went on. It, 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 it's, it's what you'd expect from most fighters to end up skin. Mm end up punch drum end up with cauliflower ear and yeah. so so and 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 that is the prime example you know he, he ended up broke after earning so much money back then uh but only because he had a good heart and mm. he actually gave it when and it just showed politically america was so messed up um not too much it from too much different from what's happening today but politically <laughs> it was so messed up in regards to how they treated somebody yeah that they they use as their flag bearer uh it's mad and yeah and um and he, he unfortunately suffered from the sign of the times that were happening going on in america at the time yeah longest heavyweight champion I know it makes difficult comparisons doesn't it with the weights but do you rate him as Arguably the greatest. He tops a lot of lists, doesn't he? Of the greatest. He does top. He to- does top a lot of lists. And I know they were talking about the bomb of the month club, but what he did was he boxed almost everybody. He mm. boxed everybody that was around. He couldn't box anybody else. Yeah. So in his day, in his time, uh, I know uh, Vitaly Vladimir Klitschko. I think he's broken his record, if not matched it uh, now. Um, um, and and that was his aim. Uh, but for his reign from. T- to 1937 to, to 1948 was mm. was massive. He was he was deemed to be like an, an unbeatable. He was for especially America being the way it was. He was their poster boy, especially when it came to fighting uh, Max Schmeling. Mm. Um, um, and 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 he he had to go through a lot of emotional turmoil in regards to it because when he first lost to Schmeling, um, you know America turned on him. You know, yeah. he, he was shamed. He was embarrassed. He was, he was, he was vilified. Mm. Um, and this, and and but still, the fight after that, he boxed for the world title and yeah. won it. That yeah. wouldn't happen today. It wouldn't no. happen today. You know, they, 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 that, that's where the problem would be. Mm. And they're worried that if it went to Germany with Schmeling, because he was part of the, the Nazi Germany, that they wouldn't have been able to get an opportunity to fight for the title because he was a black man. Yeah. So that was an interesting yeah. subplot that he then became a champion of America at that time because of the the nationalism versus Germany. Yeah, and that's exactly what it was. And that's why, and if you look at the crowds that were, that were created, the, 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 you know, most of his fans were listening to on the radio. 
Mm. So Harlem was shut down when he Harlem <laughs> just shut down. <laughs> America shut down whenever he boxed, and 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 the gates that he he commanded were for then. You look, compare it to now, you cannot, you don't get that very often these now. Yeah. But, so for what he did then, is 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 unprecedented. And, and being a back foot fighter was that almost a throwback to the Victorian era in terms of the approach? Yes. Yeah, that style, that style. So, so, and you look, that the weight was on the back foot. He took that in. He took that right hand in. He leaned toward, and he leaned his weight on the back foot. But it's it's cocking that right hand. Just as soon as he gets the space, as soon as he gets the the, the distance, um, mm. he'd let it go. And it was so powerful and so accurate. But but in doing that, you you'd forget his jab. Yeah, uh, his jab was sharp. His jab was on point. His jab was a was a, a definite pathfinder. But he could he could beat so many fighters up with a jab, uh, which he did do, you know. And that's to me, I just think you know it, it, it was underrated, and 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 people don't realize that. And that's why they say in our sport, it's a sweet science. And and when you see the sweet science of boxing, <laughs> you see somebody uh, really really put the uh, um, uh, really put it into action. And you saw, I think it was when he gets boxed uh, uh, Jim Braddock, mm. uh, how how he. He dissected him and came back from being put down, back up again, used the jab, found his way, uh, worked Brad it down, uh, the existing champion. I just mm-hmm. thought, you know what, this guy is, you know, uh, where he was at that stage, I don't know if he's 22, 23 at that stage. What he achieved, he's calm, yeah. he's cool. Yeah, it was, it was, it was, it was uh, unbelievable. Yeah, he won by KO in the eighth round against James J. Braddock, got it here in uh, Konski. Park, Comiskey Park, sorry, Chicago, Illinois. Comiskey Park, yeah, that's right. And uh, yeah, he would have been 22, 23. And he, yeah. and, but looking at it, what was his power like when you look at 52 knockout wins from 66 victories? Was it so, almost so, incomparable? So, no, no. So basically, you look at the cruiserweights now, you look at the heavyweights, and a lot of cruiserweights, you, 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 the cruiserweights were the, the, the today's cruiserweights are the original heavyweights. You've got speed, athleticism, mm. you've got movement. Today's heavyweights, a lot of them are big units, but they're not as fast. They're not as athletic. They're not as, you know, as you can see, the shops coming. It's yeah. only the odd one or two, like the speed of Anthony Joshua, like the the the, the length and 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 the, the crispness of, of Tyson Fury, where they they they're, they're athletes. They've got speed of athletes, but he yeah. was the the he was the prime example of what a heavyweight should be. Good condition. He had strength. He had speed. He had pace. Uh, and show and, and sweet boxing science and 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 like it or not, I can't think of one fighter uh, that had it together so well mm. uh, around that era, and that's why he he was head and shoulders above the rest. Of course, you know you, they they came through towards the back end of his career, but and um, but still his reign, how he dominated for 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 over eleven years, uh, it was it was it was second to none. How do you reflect upon that when you in your career as well? Because he was a, a shade shorter than you at six feet, two inches tall. He was, you know, kind of lighter than I think you would have been a lot of the time when you were, were you're yeah. training for fights. Do you think, ever wish you had your time earlier and been around in that era to, to be a heavyweight? Uh, yeah, you do. Yeah, you do. Because I'd have been heavyweight and, and mm. that was it. And, and, but you know what? The, the problem is this. It's the same story, different actors. You make the same mistake over again. When he boxed Billy Khan, Billy Khan came from light heavyweight. Yeah. Uh, Billy Khan, he thought light heavyweight, I walked straight through him. Billy Khan was out boxing him, was too sharp for him. It was, he was just too busy for him. And, and if you look, the, 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 the flaws in, in Lewis was that he, he followed an opponent around the ring instead of cutting him off, squaring mm. him down. And, but in that, that fight there against Billy Khan, that's exactly what he did, followed him around the ring. He played into Billy Khan's hand. Mm. And it wasn't until later on uh, in the fight that he eventually uh, managed to catch up to Con. Uh, but Con was was beating him. He was doing really well, and that's why um, um, uh, and that's why he, uh, he 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 had to improve over and over again. And but he was also being distracted of what was going on outside the ring as well, because mm. even when he got in with Jersey Joe Walcott, Jersey Joe's style was so unorthodox. So it's, he hasn't got that, He didn't have that style that you could train for, prepare for, and yeah. he, he just didn't know how to handle it. And and he got a, a questionable win, split by split decision. He didn't win that fight, uh, <laughs> and 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 that's that's so that be a fourth missing. fourth loss on his record. Yeah, it should be. Yeah, maybe. yeah, yeah, yeah. It, so so and it's, so he had an immediate rematch, and again in the rematch, again Jesse Joe was had his number, then boom, he finally caught up to it. So so uh, so that's just just. Just how how it went um, uh, as his reign, but 
I just fought for him. I think that was his last championship fight against Jersey Joe. Mm. Uh, that was his last reign as, as, as champion um, and until he lost to Edward Charles um, in, uh, two years later. Uh, but I think that what happens in our sport, especially if you come from nothing, our sport puts you in a position where you've got everything you've ever, ever wanted, ever, ever dreamed for. Yeah, security, mm. um, uh, wealth, uh, notoriety, success. And, and I always say the problem isn't becoming champion. The problem is staying champion. Because once you become champion, you are, you are, you, you forget, or you're in danger of forgetting what got you there in the first place, what commitment got you there in the first place, what, um, what drive and ambition got you there to get up at stupid o'clock in the morning <laughs> to get in there in the first place. And I can pick fighters throughout history that have yeah. been distracted and made that mistake by the trappings of success and of late, you know, the obvious one is Andy Ruiz. Andy Ruiz mm. once became, and before Andy Ruiz, I'd, 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 I'd leapfrog and I'd go to someone like Buster Douglas. Before Buster, and we yeah. can do it over and over again. You know, when you look at it, and what happens is, it, the lesson isn't just about getting in the ring and putting the gloves on. The lesson is mentally as well, staying strong, focused mm. and determined. And, and, and even when you saw the lights of Lennox Lewis losing to, 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 to uh, in his first loss to Rackman, was it? Mm-hmm. He, um, he, he took his after ball. He was busy in filming Ocean's Eleven, you know. Uh, and, and so, so it, our fight to to stay on top, you have to stay hungry. You have to stay focused. You have to stay um, keep fighting like you're the challenger, no matter how wealthy you are. And so it's the guys that consistently keep winning and winning and winning and defending and winning and winning. They're the ones I rate mm. because because I know it's hard to become world champion. Uh, but not many of them keep it after one or two defences. Maybe might get to three and lose it in the third. Mm. It's the ones that keep it and reign for a long time, like Joe Lewis. He still had the motivation to get himself up, get himself to fight like a challenger, to, to be on top of his game. Uh, and and that's, that, to me, is a true champion. Uh, that, to me, is a, the kind of guy that you think, you know what, you're a fighting man. Through mm. and through. It doesn't matter how much you've got in the bank. Um, yes, he was distracted at times through his career, but his skill set was 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 outstanding. Yeah, comfort's the, the enemy of, of appetite. It's interesting the literal appetite that some of these fighters had when I'm reading the Jack Johnson book. When he was established, I think, recognised as an elite-level boxer, he was still hungry. He was going from city to city in the States. He'd go to London, he'd go to Sydney, and at, at times he, he had a sort of um, an eye for the, the sort of what, high, li- high living. And he'd yeah, so be hungry, but sometimes, Johnny, they say he'd be, he'd be sort of like 20 pounds lighter because he wasn't eating well because he didn't have enough food. I mean, it's, it's a different world, isn't it, actually, when you think about it's it? It's a completely different world, and you've got to go in there with a chip on your shoulder. Then you look at fighters like Tyson Fury, you know, and even though he's, he's, he's the king of the world, he, he gets in there with a chip on his shoulder, and that's his drive, you know, and, 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 and you, can keep, you can keep picking fighters, and you see similarities with fighters, and, and you say, ah, you see that. And, and the wealth is, is, is a kiss and a curse because yeah. the wealth gives you everything you dream for. But the curse is it, it takes away that fire, that fire you need, that hungry fire you need, that mounts decline because you've, you've, you've achieved your, your initial dream. But then when you fall in love with that sport, if you pass that stage and you, you're comfortable with, with your, your trappings, you're comfortable with what you've achieved, that's when you become a dangerous champion. That's why people like Floyd Mayweather, dangerous. Mm. Millionaires from years <laughs> before you retired. Manny yeah. Pacquiao. Uh, and, 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 so, and you look at fighters, and so it's a fighters. I rated Lennox Lewis when he retired on top. He retired yeah. as an undefeated champion. And I rated that. And that, to me, um, was part of my reasoning uh, behind saying, I'm done. I've retired mm. as champion. You know, it was a nice experience to, to, to walk away from our sport as champion uh, because no one can ever take that away from you. And, ah. and, and, I, probably, and I probably knew, you know, when I, when I won it, so I, I, I can remember the day I won it. I said, I will never lose this in the ring again. Mm. And, 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 and that's, that's something, as you know, you look at, and you look at, um, at Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis fought because, uh, not because he wanted to do, because he had to towards mm. the end. IRS, uh, yeah. Because IRS America, the, Amer- America had turned against him. America had, had crucified him. America had taken advantage of, of his good nature, of, of his, of his yes, and, you know, they took full advantage of him. And that's, that's, that shows how messed up the system was over there. 
Yeah, a sobering sort of lesson that the, the sort of big brother can come and get you in a way, the IRS, $500,000 check. And he'd been used as a poster boy to enlist black Americans into the Second World War effort as well as, you know, said that uh, exactly. America's not perfect. Yeah, and, and, listen, and, and the thing is, you, 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 you need foresight in regards to, in regards to, to, to setting a deal. I know when he boxed uh, um, uh, Braddock for the world title, um, mm. um, the, the deal was for 10 years, uh, for the next 10 years, he had to give him 10% of his purse. Uh, and this happens today. Yeah. This now happens, it happens today. And so, and what happens is, really? it's like, when, it, yeah, of course. I remember Herbie Hyde had that deal with, with um, was it Riddick Bowl? Wow. Uh, uh, when he lost to Riddick, I think he, mm. he got a percentage of, of the, his next three purses. So that was hindsight for, for, for Joe Lewis. Joe Lewis, in hindsight, Obviously not. He, he could have said to the, to, yeah. to the government and tacked it, you know, I'll do this for you, but you've got to write off my tax. You've got yes. to do me a deal there. Yeah. But, but, and it's like an unsaid gentleman's agreement, but they didn't. And, and no. unfortunately, America have had so much talent, uh, but the bureaucracy and the, 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 the mentality is so narrow-minded mm. that it, it shoots itself in the foot. Yeah, that step aside, well, the, Schmeling was the obvious candidate, wasn't it, after beating Lewis to fight Braddock? And I think that was the, for him to get front of the line, he had to take that deal. Yes, exactly. And that was the deal. And that's why, and Schmeling, and, and Schmeling, you look at what Max Schmeling did, he ended up getting the franchise for Coca-Cola. Now, even now, that's, mm. that's, that's his, his family heritage over there in, in the States. You know? But the thing is, uh, he set a great example, Schmeling, because... Um, uh, Henry Mask, former world light heavyweight champion. Uh, mm. I spent a lot of time out there in Germany with, with him, and uh, and they learned so much lessons from him because he then ended up doing it with McDonald's. He came <laughs> over to work in McDonald's. So to, to to have the franchise, you've got to work there. And Henry Mask yeah. is like one of the most famous faces in in Germany. How's he going to get a franchise for McDonald's? So uh, so he came to Wales <laughs> and worked in McDonald's in Wales for six months. Wow, what part Henry of Wales? Mass. Cardiff or what are the? the uh, I don't, I don't, yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't know. But Henry Mass, former world light heavyweight champion, the biggest name. He, he, so he picked the most obscure place <laughs> to to do it, and he, yeah. he kept storming. He'd have used a different name, but and that's what Henry did. And and now, and you go to Germany now. Most McDonald's are his. Most yeah. McDonald's are his company, his franchise. It's his franchise. And so, so what Smiling did, it was years ahead of his time, it was common sense and he had advisors to, 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 to help him invest. And, and Joe Lewis, unfortunately, he had advisors to make the money, but he had advisors to help him keep the money. Mm. Yeah, what was chilling actually when you, when you look at it and it gives you the sort of instant clarity over the, the context situations that Smelling, rather than the current German flag we know, has the Schwarzdicker by his name mm -hmm. because that was you know, 1930s Germany when he fought and beat Lewis and then when Lewis avenged it, said he had to beat Schmeling to be a, a proper champion. He did that. And then they became friends ultimately, which is a kind of, again, part of the romance and the contradictions of boxing where good and bad isn't always obvious, is he? I think Adolf was his middle name, Schmeling, which shows that that name took a dive. Yeah, that's right. Award, yeah, that, that, yeah, and Adolf was deemed to be just a, an eccentric, eccentric idiot mm. uh, uh, before he came to power. And uh, and then 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 you realise you know we dropped the ball there we should have kept an eye on this eccentric idiot uh, because look what he's done now and 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 you can't blame Max Schmeling for for you know at the time you know it's foresight you you meet these people and then when they do something in history um, uh, and they they uh, and they become tyrants like uh, Hitler in history mm. your, your association with him is is tarred guilty by association. But, but his friendship with Lewis uh, uh, showed that he wasn't, he didn't have the ideals of, of, of Adolf Hitler. You know, he didn't, he, didn't, he didn't believe in his ideology. And so, so it's, just, it's just, you look at the heavyweight landscape, you look at the heavyweights that are there, you, and they represent what's happened in the world at that time. And I think mm. with, Joel, with Lewis, um, Lewis and Schmeling, it's two opposites. You know, you know, Lewis was not accepted by the country he was brought up in, he was born in, he was uh, in America, he was not accepted and, uh, mm. and he had to, he could only be champion on conditions, which is ludicrous because you think in boxing, the, you can't say you cannot, you cannot box this title to prove you're the best because you're black. Because yeah. that means their best, if he's a white guy, is he really the best? Because he's not boxed everybody. No. 
So, yeah. so, so, and, and, and I say, but now boxing's changed massively. And, and, I, and I've been asked many times, have I experienced racism in boxing? Of course, you get the crowd giving you, giving you a jib, depends on where you are. But, but when it comes to opportunity, when it comes to fine, if you can win, yes, it doesn't matter what color you are, what religion you are, or what, what ethnicity you are. If you can do, if you can win, it means you're the best. You look at the champions that have been out there from all walks of life, Prince Azim Hamid from England, you know, and, and, and you look at someone like me, you know, 13 amateur fights, uh, only winning three, yeah. and still being world champion. So it just it just blows open any form of, of possible restriction racism in our sport because people are now educated. People are now talking to each other. People are now understanding each other. Yeah. And, um, and that's where I think it makes a difference. Well, it's, it's interesting to consider people's individual circumstances as well, because as I say, I'm, I'm reading the Jack Johnson book, and he grew up in Galveston, Texas, which apparently, even though it's located in the south of the States, is a sort of port town, so it's fluid. So there was less social hierarchies than maybe other places, and he hung out with, with white boys. I don't know whether that was that or his, his formative years with his parents or, or what they informed him. I know they were actually slaves themselves, but he had this attitude of, I'm an individual, I can do what I want. And he almost ignored the, what they called the color barrier. He lived in white areas of town, he dated white women, and he, and he flouted that. But I wonder whether the fact that Joe Lewis lost his dad early in terms of his dad went into the institution with, with, with mental ill health, and that then their family had to move from, to Detroit, where he picked up boxing from, I was reading this from Alabama, because they had an altercation with the Ku Klux Klan, whether that brought it home yeah. to him. And that's why he accepted, because you talked about this before, and I've written it down here, Never have your picture taken with a white woman. This was the plan given out to yeah. him by his manager, John Roxburgh, yeah. promoter Julian Black. Never have a, a picture taken with a white woman. Never gloat over a fallen opponent. This will make me laugh. Never engage, yeah. never engage in fixed fights, which you think would be yeah. part of the course. But <laughs> it, was, uh, it was there. And it, and it said, live a, live a, clean, live a clean life. The, the and the reason, why, the reason why they dropped these on him is because they, 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 they wanted to... Um, get past they wanted to jump they had to jump through all the hoops to get their man in a mm. position to be champion again. And and so they said, look, this is how you gotta play it. Don't do this, don't do that, don't do this, because if you do, you know, we we've we've had enough with, with you know the, 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 it, it, it's hard enough trying to get Jack Johnson through. And then mm. Jack Johnson, how he's done it, you know, attitudes are different. And and attitudes around, you know, Jack Johnson, you say he was he was he, his friends were white. He was in an area where it wasn't that bad, but to the rest of America, it was oh my God, what are you doing? Yeah. And uh, yeah. so, 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 so his attitude was his attitude of, of, of his upbringing of ways from, uh, but to the rest of America, it was disgusting. He was, yeah. uh, but, but for Joe Lewis, remember his, his grandparents were, were slaves mm. you know, and, and, and they were, uh, so he understands, you know, the hardships they went through and they say, look, you know what, this, this is what happened. So, and if you get that, 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 that put into you subconsciously when people are saying how bad things were, you don't want it to happen again. Mm. Uh, so I told you through advice, through through how America was at the time, he had to dumb down his personality. But when it comes to talent, when it comes to skill, when it comes to 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 boxing ability, he was on point. Mm. Uh, he was again years ahead of his time, and and Jack Johnson was, Joe Lewis was. Uh, and then yeah, yeah, he had other fighters that came through that probably didn't make as much of a splash. You talk about Ezra Charles, yeah, and uh, Jersey Spencer Joe. Spencer favorite, you know, Ezard, yeah, 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 yeah Ezra yeah. Charles and uh, Ezra Charles and Jersey Joe, and uh, and 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 uh, and you just think, wow, and Rocky Marciano, a young white hope, he looks like he looked like a light heavyweight, yeah, he could bang, you know. But so it's characters that that make that era. And mm. fighting stand out, and and it's usually the story of the black fighters, of the hardship they've had to go through to just to fight, that um, uh, that that really grab your attention. You want to, you think how how did you still manage to go on and box and do what you did? Yeah, well, Jack Johnson, I think he obviously seized upon the idea that humans are humans, and he he sort of foretold the science really, which proves today there is there is no race difference. It's just you know melanin and, and things like that based on recent exposures to the but sun. But it, it, it was courageous. And, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was courageous because yeah, because because uh, Jack uh, risked not being able to do his career, and he had to he had to you know tr travel all over the world to try and get himself a chance. You mm -hmm. know, it's like Ali, Ali saying the things he said and didn't doing the things he did, and they took his belt away from him. You yeah. know, and, and it's what you believe in, it's what you're 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 what you're you're willing to 
to, to, to sacrifice. That self-worth is big as well, isn't it? Self-esteem they must have yes. had to, to drive yeah. through. There must be parents yeah, so, that gave them that. I don't know what... what or, yeah, or yeah. So, 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 yeah. So what people need to understand is it's not just about what you see on TV and someone gets in the ring and, and, hits and, 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 and they, they fight each other. It's everything that the real battle is before outside the ring, mentally, socially, uh, and, 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 and personally. Uh, as well as the training, and, and that, that, that's the battle. The easy part's actually the fighting, mm. uh, because if you do everything else right, the, the fighting's the easy bit. Yeah, and I think he must have had so much psychological trauma. I mentioned his dad, and then his mum. Actually, in terms of realizing where America was physically, Lewis and historically, culturally, should be in the embodiment of modern America, because his mum was half Cherokee Indian. But then, yeah, exactly. yeah. but then you yeah. knew that the gen, you know, we think about times now and we're not perfect by any means. But you think about growing up in that era for certain people, certain backgrounds, there was a genocide, wasn't there? What, 140 years ago in the States? And you think that's phenomenal. And he would have had that sort of in his bones around in that, that history of it as well. And that's probably why he was willing to, I suppose, oblige those, those guidance from his, his promoters and manager to not in any way threaten white America. Yeah, exactly, exactly. And that's why, again, you know, it's easy for us to say now, nah, I wouldn't have done that. Nah, I wouldn't have stood for that. You would have. Mm. Uh, you would have because, because now there's more voices pointing out the wrongs. Uh, um, um, and, 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 and so, therefore, you've got support. Uh, and, and it's changing slowly but surely. But then uh, it, the wrongs seemed deemed, were deemed to be the rights. So, so how black people treated that? You know, um, it made people less inclined to open the bowels and better, less good because you, you saw people getting lynched. Mm. And so, so the, the reason why I look at your Jack Johnsons, the reason why I look at your Joe Lewis's, and even up to your Ali's, the reason why I rate them is because of the 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 conscious decision and the, and the courage they made and the decisions they made, the things they did in the time in that time. Yeah. And I thought, I thought, you know what? It, it's hard enough for our sport as it is. It's the hardest thing ever, but to, to be under that kind of pressure on top of uh, a top of fighting, it's just it's mad. It's mad. Yeah. So I think Joe Lewis, Joe Lewis, to me, go down as one of the greatest heavyweights uh, yeah. of all time. Well, I've never had you know, if you know, I've never had the cojones to get in the ring or didn't have that upbringing. But what always resonated with me was for any boxer, even white collar boxing, was it's inspirational, the courage, and I, I try and refrain from from being judgmental when I approach it, and actually as a white guy, you know, and this is, a, this is part of the problem, I think, with people being open to discussions of discrimination and inequality, because we all feel mm. hard done by. So all at periods of our life, we'll feel like, oh, well, no, I've, you know, I didn't have this or didn't have that. And actually, as a white bloke, realizing now all the it, it, yeah. all, it, it, unknown opportunities I've had. That, because That's what I'm saying. And, that, yeah, that, and, and actually, yeah, you look that, at it now, I think if Joe Lewis could do it, why am I complaining about things now in 2021 yeah. as a, a white and, guy? You and know? That, exactly. Exactly, and that's why people mistake. So when white privilege, that's what white privilege is. It's not how much, you know, because it's you unconsciously, you know, doing things that you think, well, everybody, everybody has the right to do this. Yeah. And that's white privilege. It's not about having a bigger car, having loads of money, having flash cars. It's like consciously in your head, not having to think twice about situations, doing things, um, um, uh, because you've got to think the, the, the colour of your skill will make a difference. Uh, and, and, and that's why when you look at the likes of Jack Johnson, uh, when you look at the likes of John Lewis, you think, wow, you guys, you know, on top of having to think about, you know, I'm going to go out today and, and I've just beat a white guy and beat him well, I might get lynched, really get lynched. Mm. And, and lynched means, I don't mean that, lynched means killed. You know, you've got to think about these things. This is real. Yeah. Uh, this, is, this, this is very real. I suppose people listen to this. It's probably hard for them to get into their head. But can you imagine being in your house and, and, and people break into your house and, mm. and get hold of you? Yeah. And can you imagine how helpless you'd feel thinking yeah. someone helped me, but there's nobody there to help? No. So, no, so, cause, so cause society, yeah, because society is set against you. You know, that's the, the weird thing. Yeah. 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 So, 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 you, so, so the best thing to do is keep your head down. Because you don't want to be in that position where you need help, but there's nobody there to help you. Yeah, this black, is what this yeah. is this this is what Black America was going through, mm. uh, especially if you were a black man in America then, where you did things and people saw you, saw and, and you were a target. Yeah, um, and and that's where that's why I've got to rate what they did. I've got to rate his his courageousness. I've got to rate him. Yeah, and I think it's yeah, it's, you have to put it, and it's inspirational 
for us. And I suppose that's something that as a white guy I could never advise a young black man about, but you could is that actually we, we want to make it a fairer world. We want to make it less open to discrimination, but yourself and, and Lenny Henry did the seminar yesterday. You've been fantastically yeah. successful. So what you have to say is don't give up is the, the message yeah. as well, isn't it? Yeah, not at all. That's, exactly, that's exactly what it is. Do not give up. And because, because t- t- today's fire will be tomorrow's victory for your children and mm-hmm. their fire will be tomorrow's victory for their children. And so you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to, you've got to speak out about injustice. You've got to speak out about a wrong. And it's hard. I do, do get it. Everybody just wants to get on with life. Um, but, but you know, your silence is compliance. You've got mm. to say something. Yeah. And then it's, it's not, it, for, for, if you stand up for right over wrong, it's not about colour. And uh, and that's 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 the mindset that we humans need to have. Mm. I think it's, yeah, it's interesting how oblivious you can be and how oblivious I've been able to be. Even, you know, I went to school in, in the Caribbean. My first school was a primary school on top of a hill, Mrs. Newman's place. And my dad was a doctor on the island. And actually, you know, I felt that I read at university then that, that race was a social construct that was used to justify inequality and, and power and to make money. And actually, I yeah. thought, oh, OK, well, race doesn't exist. I'm happy with that. Let's crack on. And, and I was able to live that existence. But then suddenly you realize, oh, you know, this whole process exactly. is, is other people can't live it as a social, as a, as a made up thing because it's real for them, because people are. Yeah, exactly. Are affecting them. It, it, yeah. It, Exactly, and that and that's where the issue is, and that's why, and that again, that is white privilege. That what that is that mentality of like thinking, what's the issue here? And I don't see what the problem is. It's not about how much you got in the bank. It's not about what car you drive. It's not about where you live. It's about that mental state of mind, not realizing yeah. that 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 not having to think twice about uh, uh, where you are, what you're doing, how you're saying, and what you. And that that's what the privilege is. And so again, you go back to the fighters. And I think you look at the fighters of yesteryear, and I think, wow, you know what, you boys, would I, would I have, would I have um, put myself in such a position? Because remember, you're not just worried about you; you're worried about your family. Mm. Joe Lewis, Jack Johnson, oh, Lee, they had family, they had wives, they had kids. Yeah. You know, so 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 they are at the risk as well. So you've got to be selfish. You've got to be courageous. Uh, you've got to have a wife. You've got to have your, your kids. Have got to be courageous because of the backlash that will come from it. And it's not that it might happen. It will happen mm. if, you're not, if you haven't got your wits about you. One, th- one thing that's true, yeah, because humans are so true. I mean, it's a tribalism that crosses religious lines, racial lines, national lines. We, it's at the core. And I think in America, was, despite being a melting pot, was so ravaged by it in particular. And it's interesting, but one of the things boxing-wise, Sean, I just wanted to ask you about was the, the activity levels of these guys. When you look back at the records, I think he fought for two years before he, before he lost to Schwelling. He was 24 and 0, Joe Lewis. And then he, uh, yeah. he had the Bum of the Month Club, which was what, 90, end of 39 through 41 before Pearl Harbor. I think it was, uh, was it 30 odd fights in that spell or something like that? It was 13 fight. fights, yeah, that, 13 that, fights, sorry. So one a month yeah. at that point. And then you think, do you think we're missing some of the, the best boxing nowadays because of the inactivity? I think of, of people like Anthony yeah, Joshua. Without a, doubt, without a doubt. And unfortunately, that's a downside. We, 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 we box because we love it. We box because, because we want to fight. But then, and when, as a, when you're young, you're fighting probably, you could fight probably <clears throat> five, six, ten times a year mm. uh, when you're young. And then as you get to pro- being professional, you might box probably half a dozen times a year or eight, you know, six times a year. That's once every two months. But then when you get to the elite level, and you're the best of the best. On average, you'll box two, Mm. Maybe three, if you're lucky, times a year. Mm. And so the likes of Tyson Fury, Anthony Joshua, uh, 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 and Dylan, you know, the problem mm. is it's getting out. And that's why I rate Dylan, because Dylan said, I'm fine. I don't care. I, I, let me get in. Any yeah. opportunity he gets, uh, where, whereas, whereas there's too much to lose for the likes of, of Fury and Joshua because they've got belts, on, they're holding belts, so therefore they, they've got to, Make sure, they've got to make business decisions over their pleasure. Mm. The, these guys want to fight, but business-wise, it's, they've, got to, they've got to be smart about who they fight and where they fight. And, mm. and, who, you know, and it must be hard. On average, you fight twice a year. Yeah. Of course, these guys would be frustrated. I know, I, know it's, I know people might not realize, but I'd be so frustrated. 
And they're having their fights in the gym, aren't they, as well? Because a lot of their fights, if, if they win a match pretty comfortably once or twice a year, a lot of the, the main action that they're taking is inspiring. Where someone like Joe Lewis, I guess, wouldn't have a fight camp. He was just going fight to fight and, and that was it. And that may be well, part of the reason well, why, why you'd have dips as well in your performance and different times. Yeah, of course, of course. And, and that's why you just think, and that's why sometimes if, you, if you're training hard all the time, you're working out really hard all the time, then what happens is... Um, um, uh, you look for, you're like a, a child that's being told off when, when some of the parents have gone, you're going to run out and, and do something mischievous. As if you have told you, and as a fighter, if, you, if you're constantly on it, if you're constantly training, constantly, re, constantly um, neglecting things that you want and, and not taking things, having things like that, not being able to eat what you want or stay up late at night or go out with your mates, the first chance you get a bit of respite, you're off again. And so, so with, with, with Joe Lewis, he kept him busy. They did the same with Mike Tyson. The, the, yeah. the worrying time was when he had time off. Mm. It wasn't when he was fighting. And, and that's what they did with Joe. They kept him busy all the way through. And, uh, and, and that's why, you know, he, he, he had so many defenses, had his belt for so long. He kept sharpening up his craft. And, um, and, and again, he made the best of, we, had the, we saw the best of him for yeah. a long, long time. Yeah, incredible record, 60-odd uh, wins, 66 wins and, and three losses in that time. And then Max Schmeling paid for his funeral as well, which was a nice romantic boxing touch. Yeah, it, it is. And that's why I just, shame on America. Basically, mm. shame on America. And, and again, you know, the book doesn't stop with anybody, does it? No. Um, but shame on America. And he, again, he, why not people learn the lesson? Mike, Mike Schmeling, you know, he's a... He's supposed to be, you know, the swash sticker. Mm. Uh, um, Na- Nazi uh, demon, uh, yeah. yeah. Nazi bad man. And look what he did for, for America's sweetheart. Look what, why would he do that? He had no reason to do that. No. He was that bad. Would Joe so, Lewis, be, so, would Joe Lewis uh, be the champion today, do you think? Because it's all relative, isn't it? He'd have had the training. He'd have had the nutrition. He'd have had that. Would he, but I guess he would have been likely a cruiserweight champion. Yeah, he'd have been a cruiserweight. He'd have, he'd have been a cruiserweight champion. And, and, and again, you know, it's... it's uh, I, I think Joe Lewis's skill set was would would have made him definitely a cruiserweight champion, without a doubt, uh, an undisputed one. And and he went up then he beat a lot of the big guys, and he'd, he'd more than likely be a, a heavyweight champion. But his reign to to dominate the way he did then, to dominate the way now, it probably wouldn't have happened because these guys are huge. You look at Ali. Ali at first would predict the rounds and when he was going to take people out, and then later on in his career as champion, the opponents started to get bigger. Stronger, yeah, heavier. Whereas he usually was the one that was heavier than anybody else. So, mm-hmm. so for Joe Lewis, you know, you look at him physically; he looks, he looks perfect condition. Mm. But he was just more, six foot one and a half. Yeah, you know, fourteen stone. Yeah, yeah, and then so you think, wow, okay, I get that. That's that. That's it. That's it's all relative. You do wonder how tough they were though, growing up in those times as well. The adversity, the poverty, and, and just whether they that would have made a difference if they'd met the modern heavyweights. That kind of slight steel, just because no, you know, no, no, no. Yeah, yeah, definitely hunger, hunger, desire. You know, hunger. West, West spoiled today. Mm. I'm soft. Saying, oh, I'm very soft. I, <laughs> I realise. Yeah, West spoiled. You know, for, so so that's what I'm saying. Those guys were proper demon fighting men because they came from a hard life. They came. They they saw it. They just read it. They just hear about. It. They saw it. They lived it, and uh, and so so character-wise, when it comes to getting, and you look at the gloves. The gloves had straw in. It wasn't mm. all. It wasn't the kind of gloves we got now. You know, <laughs> you, you're more or less you're more or less were putting a bit of bandage on your hand. Yeah. The gloves had straw. And they, they weighed nothing, and um and so so these guys they could fight. Yeah, they could for, really fight. For, for, like UFC gloves, weren't men. they? Yeah, yeah, like UFC yeah, four, four ounce gloves. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, yeah, they were proper hard men. And wow. that's why it's a different breed of fighter today than yesterday. Yeah. And the final thing, Joe Lewis losing to Rocky Marciano when he came back, America's sweetheart, Joe Lewis, to, to pay mm. off his tax bill. And it was Marciano apologized afterwards and, and everyone was sad in the, in the dressing room afterwards. And, and sort of Joe Lewis said, that's just the fight game. And, and that was it. It kind of told the whole story of his, his career in a way. That yeah, yeah, it did. And that's what I'm saying. Mark, um, Lewis was Marciano's hero. You know, he, he, he uh, you know, and that's what it is. Sometimes you end up getting in the room with your hero, and you've you've seen it. Same, it's history repeating itself. And and for so so for Joe Lewis to have to do that again, it was a sadness. It was a shame. It was a, it was a shame for, for for America uh, to have to see uh, Joe Lewis have to have to come back to to, to pay for tax bill uh, where where the government itself were putting him under pressure. I just 
it, it begs belief. I just think, how can mm. people be so wicked? Yeah. And, and fortunately, um, you know, people are more educated now and, and, and times are changing slowly, but surely. They are. Johnny, I really appreciate your time. I know you have to go quickly mark our car because I've been doing your get on it boxing with Spencer Oliver. I have to say, I, I, find, <laughs> I, find, I find your movements a little bit easier to, 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 to copy sometimes because Spencer is so quick and is, is dodging and is rolling he's, and stuff. That I find it hard to keep he's, up. But. He's got so much energy. He's, yes. he's, he, honestly, this guy is frightening. <laughs> I think, wow. But you've got an um, app coming out, haven't you? A boxing app now as yeah, well. Yeah, com- it comes out January the 20th. Uh, and so it's, easily, it's just easy for people to access. Easy for people to get involved. You've got it on your phone, boom, press it on, it's in front of you. Uh, and, uh, and, and, and so it, it's just, just making it more simple. Uh, because listen, uh, even me when I, I, you know, I was struggling to get thinking, God, how do you do this? So, <laughs> so when you've got an app on your phone, you put it up, you can watch it, you can uh, put it on your iPad and your laptop. Uh, but it's a, it's a good, good little workout. He's a, yeah. a very good little workout you can do yourself. I love it. I love it. And for me, the fitness is good, but also just the coordination of learning something new, the movements. I've never boxed. So, doing yeah. the, hook, the hooks, the uppercuts, you know, the, the alley cat, yeah. as you call it, the combinations. That was, that's right. That's, uh, that's, that's right. been great. They, 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 Hand for eye coordination. That's what that's what it encourages. Keep for uh, thirty nine now, staring down the barrel at forty. I'm gonna have to um, yeah, keep the coordination. <laughs> there, I think it's part of it. You, mean, you think like you, you suddenly find yourself a bit unbalanced and clumsy as you get older. It's one of the you know, just fitness. It's, it, you kind of think actually, I've got, I want to try and learn something. You've never looked like an idiot at first. Let's try and yeah. get through that. So. Johnny, thank you very much. Really appreciate your time. It's wonderful to Ed, get, anytime, get anytime. You take care. Thank you. Thank, thank you, mate. Take care. Bye. Yeah, definitely recommend Johnny Nelson's boxing app when it comes out on your phone. The Get On It program, which I downloaded from his website, is fantastic. I think it was only about £10 or something in November. They had a special offer the last lockdown we had in the UK and, and just throwing those jabs, straight rice, uppercuts, hooks, just kind of gets the brain in gear as well as the body and that coordination and synchronicity. So appreciate Johnny Nelson for putting that out there. The app as well, free with him and Spencer Oliver, the fine Spencer Oliver. So look out for that one. Look out for Johnny on social media is his, his movements and a really illuminating conversation. I think part of, I suppose, the awakening of the Black Lives Matter movement for me, speaking to black friends, colleagues like Johnny, who've known for a long time, is that you have to have your eyes open to a certain extent, the inequality that's been around us, that actually in that crystallizing of the concept of white privilege is that I could have acted and have had acted like race was a social construct, which it is, which is not scientifically based. We're all homo sapiens, just different levels of, of melanin based on where our recent ancestors lived and how much sunshine they were exposed to, et cetera, et cetera. But the reality is it's not a social construct for a lot of people. It's a reality because they've been treated differently, experienced different things in the recent past and the continuing present. So I think that was really good. And But at the same time, I think it's inspirational to hear characters like Joe Lewis, Jack Johnson, who... Uh, basically in different approaches lewis more conspiratorial in a sense more collaborative i guess is a better way of putting it jack johnson more adversarial that they they encountered and, and tackled that oppression and succeeded and were the glorious champions of the world in a time when that was the most revered role in uh, in the world so certainly inspirational characters i hope you enjoyed that let me know if you did ed draper 81 on twitter ed underscore draper 81 on instagram please rate the podcast and put any constructive comments on whichever platform you're listening to, particularly iTunes, I suppose, is, is the bigger one where people tend to listen to at the moment. Uh, Spotify and I believe 12 platforms in total you can listen to Sport and Life podcasts. So love to get your feedback as well. Follow Johnny on social media for his movements as the new boxing season begins in earnest. In Britain, we hope, the British Boxing Board of Control has said February. And um, yeah, the amount of activity in the past, obviously, we've been impeded by the pandemic. Uh, latterly in the UK and the world but these guys fought so often and there wasn't many big 12-week fight camps that's for sure uh, but get in touch with Johnny if, uh, if you enjoyed that as well and uh, yeah good to have you here and thank you for listening and thank you to the sponsors Bang Olufsen of Cheltenham and Serene AV specialists in some of the finest home entertainment brands providing solutions based around high quality customer service and installations, B&O Cheltenham on social media. Get in touch with Jason and his team or look at the website for the latest equipment and through Serene AV, they can source non-Bang Olufsen equipment if you're looking for a big screen television or something like that. They'll get the most bespoke, best fitting, suited equipment for your needs and your budget. And remember, if you're looking to optimize your immunity in addition to a healthy lifestyle, 
then head to cytoplan.co.uk. Thank you to them for the alliance with the podcast and the discount code for 30% discount upfront, 10% ongoing is Draper10R, my last name, D-R-A-P-E-R, one zero, capital letter R. So it's capital letters, D-R-A-P-E-R, the numerals one zero, and then the capital letter R. Well, thank you for listening to the podcast. Hope you enjoyed that look at Joe Lewis or Joe Louis Barrow, his name. Uh, I had admitted a Barrow somewhere. He lost that last name, just became known for all time seemingly as Joe Lewis. So it's, uh, it's an interesting insight into the past and, and one of the greats who battled so much to be the greatest at that time. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. Have a great weekend and take care. Bye for now.